0: Okay, today's V'ad is dedicated for the Hatzlacha of the entire Leniato family. V'zat Hashem, en le limud le and ha-Torah, en le zikhuta le tzedakah, et she b'zochet ha-atzlacha rabbaa, mechol ma'aseh yedihem, beruhaniyut u Amen. Okay, so we've been here in the sugya of trying to prepare ourselves for Tisha B'vav And we were building up to truly understand the concept of what was going on by Sinat Chinam, and why is Sinat Chinam a factor in the destruction of Beis HaMiedis. So the basic yesoid that we've been working with is, which was originally built on a maharal, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu attaches himself to the Jewish nation, when the Jewish nation behave as what we call the Adam. They have the Tzurat HaAdam. A human being is made up of a physical body. He has emotions. He has feelings. He has urges. Right? He's a human, but that's not the tzurah sa'adam. It's only when he's governed by his seichel, by his neshama, by his salam alaykim. That's the tzurah sa'adam. That's the adam that Hakadosh Baruch Hu attaches the to. So we explained that basically in the first base of English through the sins of Avodah the Zargila, they lost the tzurah sa'adam. And we're explaining that in the second Beis HaMikdash, through sinas is is also a ibud of the Tzurah Sa'adam. And I want to bring that out today a little bit. I want to show you a raya from the Gemara that a person could lose the Tzurah Sa'adam without actually really doing a chet, but, and could gorem, and could cause the chorbin. So you see that the... The reason why you, the the korban the is there is because you lost the Tzuras HaOtem. It's not so much for the Avera, Shabbat. It's the oimik in the Avera, which is the ibud Tzuras HaOtem, and you can have that even when there's no Avera done. Okay, I'm going to show you that. So this is the Gemara in Gi'in on Nun Ches Aleph. So you told me Daf Yomi is holding where? Samach? Okay. Samach Beis. So you just learned it. whoever learned Daf Yomi, it's a Chazara for them. So it says like this... <clears throat> It brings a pasuk. Om rab yud om rav. Maidikhsi v'oshkoi gever obeisav yishlach al Maise ba'odom echot. this is nun chesam al if you want to look at it. It's about two, four, six, eight lines from the bottom. First word in the line is maise. Maise ba'odom echot. There was a story with a guy. Shenosan Einov, be'ishes rabboy. He put his eyes, he had a desire for the wife of his teacher. It's not a rabbi of Torah. It was a teacher. Veshulya de Nagri, Have. He was like an apprentice to a guy in the Melacha of Nagrus, of being a carpenter, I believe. Was he said in your book? Carpenter. And Nagar is a carpenter, so he was the apprentice of the carpenter. Okay? So now, Paam achas chutzruch raboy lelavos. So he needed money. You know, he needed cash flow for his business probably. He needed money. Oma shigar ishtacho etzli ve elveno. Send your wife over and I'll give her the money. So what happens? Shigar ishtacho etzloi. He sent her over. He kept her by him for three days. All right? Where's my wife? I sent her back right away with the money. So she was Playing around, I mean, she sinned with the young lads of the city. Okay, there's a lot of mafush on it, but I'm not going to go into every little prot. I mean, the main point there. Okay, oh my my what should I do? According to your story, the hearsay on the street is that she was Mizana. What should I do with her? Oh my imatashoy me if you will listen to my counsel, Girsha, divorce her. The is very big. Even though if a woman has mezana, with adim and the husband has to divorce her, he doesn't give it a k'suba. But over here, it seems like from the story that it wasn't so clear, like uh, halachically, that she... but basically based on the, what's the circumstances, he trusted him, and therefore he has to give it a But it's a big Suba he promised her. I will lend you the money for the ksuba. The husband got up, and he divorced her. So now she got divorced, he took her as a wife came time to pay up the loan and he had nothing to pay. Come and serve me to pay off your loan. His apprentice, who used to be his apprentice, I doubt he's still apprentice by him, and his ex-wife, or eating and drinking, v'oyomedu mashke aleihem. Or the moys noishrus meinem, and tears were coming out of his eyes, v'noishrus b'kosein, going to their places. V'al oysa shor nechdam g'zardin. At that moment, Hashem signed the decree of destruction. V'amrilon, some people say that the reason why the g'zardin was alshle p'tiloyz ben erechod. Because they were over an Eshazesh. Okay? Now, the chosid Yaivitz, the Yaivitz, something called Hagoyos Yaivitz in the back of the Gemara, says that according to the first Lashon, when he held her for three days, he didn't sin with her. It wasn't over Eshazesh. That's the machlekes here. It wasn't over Eshazesh. So basically... He may have did some averis like lotit aveh maybe, person in a lot of desire someone else's wife, questionable maybe he was over like, it's questionable. I'm not going to go into the halachic discourse of that but he was oivlo maybe on lifnei like, michshol he gave guy a guy bad eitzah for an agenda that he wanted, but there was no real averis that a chayv malchus. Or chay miso. It didn't really do sins. Right? So why was it cause of destruction? she? Terence is. Because it's a low thing to do. A human being, a person who has even an ounce of tzalamelechim in his body, wouldn't do such a corrupt action. Now the Yaivetz mentions that others knew about it. You know, it must have been the scandal of the day. But they didn't make a macho. It means they were okay with it. Either we could say that the pshat is that they weren't like knocked out from such a story, meaning it wasn't uncommon to behave like a lowlife in that time. The sin of the corruption of Midas was high. Something according to those lines, or people just didn't care about other people. That's also a form of... It's your problem, it's not my problem. It's not clear exactly what went on there. But the Yaivetz says that it was known. And nobody protested. You know what I'm saying? So bottom line is, the way the Yaivetz is learning the Kama of the Gemara. Is that no Isser Chamura, or at least the Isser Sheesh by Misa, or Isser Sheesh by Malka Sheesh by Misa, it wasn't that. He got the guy to divorce his wife, and he married her legally. And it's the kedushin ischal. In this type of situation, it says the kedushin ischal. So he was able to get the wife. The guy owed him money. They made him work for him, all according to the letter of the law. Everything was protected. He was protected by law. He didn't even transgress. But the the oymic the, 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 the of the rishis is that the guy took Shulchan Aruch he took the Torah and he manipulated Shulchan Aruch for his own use he worked with the rules he's a novel B'Shus but he's a a, a Mushchus of a person who could go ahead and a guy trusts you he trusted him he was his uh, apprentice he took his eights. And he used that trust to get the guy's wife. And not only that, to get his wife. I mean, that in itself is the most disgusting thing in the world. But then to make him serve him and his ex-wife after he scammed him. That's Goyrim de Khurbin. So you see from here, Raya, to the Yisrael that we've been saying all along, that the point of Chorbin comes when there's no more tsura Ha'adam. And over here, we see the sharp kind of the word. We see the Oymik of the word. Because over here, there wasn't really an Aver. Or maybe it was only Aver believe, It wasn't even Aver Bemaissa. That's where you see the Oymik. Now, I want to start to open that up a little bit. There's also a Maral that says similar to this Choset Yaivitz. similar. This is the Maral Netzach That's the safer if you want to learn the Sefer on Gulus and Geula and all this stuff, this is the Sefer. Fascinating Sefer, like everything the Maral says. When it says like this, You have to get used to Maral terms and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to uh, do that with you now. But um, he says, she's midoson of Beit He's talking about Beit Ar. She'ayor ro'yilahem prishem erva. Uka'asheh ayor kan erva im chamos. It wasn't erva. It was erva im chamos. Chamos is like gizela, but it's not Stam gizela. It's gizela in a crooked way. Like he quotes over here, She'achamas po'yil gizara din b'chom k'moy she'om ha'kosuv v'atimale ha'ares chamas. In the time of Mabul. The gzardin was on gazela, but also the gazela of Dora Mabel was a very rotten type of gazela. So everybody would take a half of a pruta from a guy until they cleaned him out dry. Since they don't open a turn on such a small amount of money, so if hundreds of people take that amount of money from a guy, he's empty, but he can't do nothing about it. You understand? If you look at the Gemurras in Sanhedrin, they used to do all kinds of tricky things. So, chamos, this is, it's not a Arias is one thing. Choyimit Eishas Haver is one thing. Even according to the second Lashon, that it was actually Baal is That's one thing. But the chamos that comes along with it, that's what makes the exactly. That's the loneliness, meaning it redefines the actual erva. You understand what I'm saying? There's a way of being mazana. That's a guy's tayvis nashim, you know, that's bad. But when it comes along with a chamos, it's a ma'isa from chamos. It's a different ma'isa. I saw a uh, medrash which was very interesting. It brings out this point also. It's a medrash in Yalkut Shemoni in Bayikra. Okay, listen to this medrash. Rabbi Machanina poser kariyah besoiten nefesh ki Listen to this. He's talking, explaining why the punishment for a sort is such a tremendous punishment and uh, embarrassment and, you know, the whole thing. It says over here, the Medrash, listen to this. He al-ba'ala. She sinned on her husband shuhuzono He supports her. See, the medjush, the point of the medrash—is not that she was Mazana chachas which is bad enough in itself, but the fact that he takes care of her and she double crosses him—you see—that's already a much deeper avla than just doing the arayas. I said, well, us read your Rabbeinu Yona, unbelievable Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Rabbeinu says on a classic of Mishlei. It says in the Pasuk, Al-Tahrosh Al-Reacha ra'a." Okay? Don't, uh, like, uh, make a scheme or a plan to hurt your friend or go against your friend. la betach itach. And he is trusting you. Okay? Let's see what Rabbi Niyar wants. Even if your friend did bad to you. He hurts you. Al tachlosh alav ra'ah be'odenu Yosef lebetach itach. When he still thinks that you like him. And he's depending on you. And he's b'iteach in you. Ki zois mida pechusa ma'oid v'derech shekeh. This is a low thing. It's a shekeh. It's Ach toidiyeinu techila. Inform him that you're angry at him and you're upset at him and you have titans on him and you're, you hate him for what he did to you. So you should know at least the score. Don't take it to mean that if you're not scamming him, you're allowed to do bad to him. No, I'm not saying you're allowed to do bad to him but the is teaching you avon It's way worse. It's way worse. The way you're doing it. Sometimes it is mutter to hate somebody. Or to take, or do what you have to do. Sometimes it is muter. If a person is being rosha. you don't want a person to uh, destroy your life. You have to protect yourself. Whatever the the things that you're allowed to do, but you have to be open. So we're seeing from all these marmikarmas that this, this, there's a certain corruption in a person when he's deceptive, even if he's not being over Issa 100%, or in the case of Rabbi Yone, even if it's Mutter, in the case of the Gemara and Runzain, it wasn't Mutter, it was over Issa lo Issa Aver. it's over Lefnei Eve lo but the actual, there was no Issa ish, ish, according to the Chassid Davids, in the first Lashon of Gemara. He did everything legal, but it's just a low thing to do. The magician and Yalkut is saying that the lowness of the Saita is the fact that she takes support from her husband. And he thinks that she's a good wife to him, and he's taking care of her, and then underneath She's double-crossing him. That's the loneliness. Not just the Issa. So again, this is proving the point that we've been saying that the pursuit of Hurbin is when there's no Tzuras Ha'adam left. That's the Kiddush. So the other day we said over that the Sinas means there's no Tzuras Ha'adam because we said over from bel yed that the Shoirish of Sinas means person is a big Balgaiva tremendous Balgaiva and he feels that he wants to rule over everybody and he wants everything to go his way and only if you're here to serve him do you uh, deserve to be existing and means that I'm the corruption is that I feel that I, you, I don't like your existence I have a sinner connected your existence that's unjustifiable if a person did something wrong to you, like the first part of Rabbeinia, and a guy did something wrong to you, and you have sin against him, it may be wrong, but at least it's a justifiable thing. It's an aver, tshuva, bilvavecha. There's things you have to do there, 100%. But that's not sin chinam. means that's unjustifiable. So we're learning here like a certain, like a deep thing you can have chinam. This is a very deep vart. I want to try to get this vart. It's shy to get the chinam, but you started off with a good reason. Chinam doesn't have to be that it was chinam kara Chinam means the way you're behaving towards the person that did wrong to you is too much. So the part that you're adding is called chinam. Right? So for example, in the case of Rabbi Yonah, The guy did wrong to you. Okay. It's justifiable that you hate him. Fine. Fine. It's not good. It's not mutter. In the first part of Rabbeinu But it's not chinam. When does it become chinam? When I say, you know, that guy, he did this to me. I'm going to mess him over in a way. The guy is not going to even know what's coming. When he turns around, he's going to find out what I did to him behind the scenes. The guy's going to kill. Oh, that's good. That's chinam, Because that part, no one allowed. I'm going to go into tomorrow, because today is late, the first part of the Gemara in Hanizokim. where the Gemara says, Bar Kamsa So we're going to learn the story of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa and all the Mephosham on that. But we're going to see over there also that even if the sinner is justifiable, but the way you take it out of proportion and think that just because somebody did something bad to you, that now it's mutter to take this guy and destroy every piece of him, that's already called khina. Khina means it's unjustifiable. It's a new definition of chinam. Chinam doesn't mean for no reason. Chinam is an unjustifiable uh, reaction to something that happens to you. Now it's going to boil down to the gaiva. Because who do you think you are to mess with me? Who do you think you are to disrespect me? And therefore, since it's my world and nobody messes with me, then I don't have no shulchan aruch, I don't have nothing. Let the guy burn hazeh or And you should know that it sounds crazy, but if we don't work on our middas, we could also do those type of things. We think that we would never do those kind of things. We would think, but if you don't work on your middas, we should never be tested. But I've seen people in situations where they got messed up in business. I've seen situations where people have shown bias issues and all of a sudden comes out a big animal there. But it wasn't before. Because if we don't work on the Midot, we don't know what could... You understand? In the case of the Shula de Nagri that we just learned, the Gemara... It just, it came from Taiva. Yeah, Taiva. But it's also Gaiva, you see. This is, you have to go back to the morale we learned then. Because Gaiva. why would a guy do such a low thing, right? He, tells, he has Gaiva means that in a crazy way of a Gaiva's thinking, if that woman, I want her, then she's mine. And she's so mine, and I'm so deserving of that, that I can use the husband too to serve me too, why not? You understand? That's a gaiva. That's not just taiva, that's gaiva. You follow? There's a Rashi in Parshish Pincus that says, Kolosh and is Kino. Jealousy and Kanoyas are connected to each other. Right? So you see from here, Rashi is very telling. In the Klichis HaNefesh Odam, that's not normal. It's crazy. The way we look at at jealousy is, so my friend has millions, I'm struggling in business, I want his money, I want his money, but what does that have to do with taking revenge? Why am I taking revenge? I want his money. I desire his guilt, What am I taking revenge? So in the way of the human being, is that when a person feels a sense of entitlement, that's Gaiva. That means the of for the money comes from first, then I'm entitled, and whatever I want should really come to me. So in a, in, in the crazy way of how the mind works when the, when the Yitzhar gets a hold of you, I feel that if you wouldn't be in business, that money would be by me. You stole it from me. And I'm gonna take revenge against you and I'm gonna get it back. So you see, Amkis. Jealousy is not just I'm jealousy. Jealousy means you took it from me and I'm justifying my behavior to get it back. Because really it's mine. You took it from me. And I'm the victim. You're the oppressor. You see how crazy that is? I've seen this happen. Don't, don't, I'm not only talking from Rashi. I'm talking from experience. You don't know who the victim is. I'm the victim. There's a whole sieve one day. Maybe I'll learn with you where he says Asa es- felt that he was the victim from Yaakov, all these type of situations. Mm-hmm. Lovan was the victim. They're in that crooked way of thinking. When you have bad meters, when you could be the biggest animal on two feet, but you are holding the victim. So it could be that the Shula Dinagri guy here, the rabbi, felt like this woman is my zivug, you know, Meshesh Yumeha and this guy over here, Achutz ben he took her. And if I must take revenge against him. that's the crookedness of a human being. But when that crookedness comes out, that means the gaiva, the taiva, which comes out in Sainaz Chinim and Chamos, when that manifests itself, that means there's no one left. There's no man left to be master There's no Eitzes. Hashem is Adin, the Gemar din, in, 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 um, the Marble, even though it was Arias, but the Arayis wasn't the Gemar din. The Gemar din was a Chamos. So it's possible to say, according to this Maral, because the Maral says that it's Shai Khamos on a wife. To take someone's wife, that's also Chamos, because it's his Kenyan. So it could be that there was also Chamsan going on in Marble time through the Arias also. could be there was Chomis Aishas too. So that's the, the crookedness in the Ibrot-Turus Adem. So we're starting to get a picture as to what's going on. Now, maybe not everybody in that generation was crazy enough to do the low, low action that this rabbi, the Shula Denagri, did to his rabbi. But says the Yaivetz, since the people tolerated it, that's enough to show me where on a dachostika level people are holding the generation was holding on that level. Especially if the Chachomim of that generation, which we'll see has to do with also the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa. So it says, very telling about where we're holding. Even if not every guy's brazen enough to do the crazy action. Right? Because you're not going to make a Churban a Churban because of one Meshukadah. But Vais it's telling where they're holding, even if not everybody is holding by doing such an intense thing. Yikab, okay, we we'll stop here for today.